0: and welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, Big Tim and I are going to be joined by our guest, some fat guy in Ohio, Brian Lemon. Tonight, we're going to talk about Elimination Chamber, the most recent WWE's premium live event. We're going to talk about every match that was on the card, what ratings we got, and see who won the prediction game. For this premium live event. So join us on the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Convergence Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. This is probably something you all that listen to the podcast on a regular basis are not used to. Dr. Love usually does these intros, but it's me tonight, whether you like it or not. So tonight, we are going to be re- uh, reviewing the Elimination Chamber Premium Live event that WWE had over the last week or week and a half ago. Uh, it's My days run together anymore, so I can't even remember when it was. I'm more of a Royal Rumble guy myself. I could do Royal Rumble all day. But of course, WrestleMania Chambers is a WWE Premium Live Event. You heard our prediction show and now it's time for the review show. Dr. Love is joining me tonight as usual and our now series regular, can't call him guest anymore, Brian is with us as well. Brian, before I uh, have you say hi to the fine people. Don't be a lemon, be a rosebud. You're fired. Finally. Does that mean I made the list?
0: you know what happens when you tell people to not be a lemon and be a rosebud? Do you know what happened, Vic Tim? You just made the list! Finally! After
1: all these weeks, I finally made the list. Hey, didn't I make the list, like, two weeks ago for telling you the same thing?
0: Yes. Every week. Well, every time. You make the list over and over again. There's no limit to what, how many times you can make the list. That's true, and and the best part of the whole thing is making the list
1: for different reasons too.
0: One of these days, we're going to have a video, and I'm going to have in my background a whiteboard with how many times you have made the list in
1: on it. That will be fun. Uh, you'll probably make the list a, a an infinite amount of times. I will find a way to put you on the list. But anyway. Okay. So, I want to just give a brief uh, glimpse of the five matches that occurred at Elimination Chamber. We had the Women's Elimination Chamber, obviously, for a Raw Women's Championship match at Mania. We had Lashley and Lesnar in a singles match. Edge and Beth against the Judgment Day in a mixed tag team match. The WWE United States Championship in an Elimination Chamber match for the very first time in WWE history. And you had Reigns versus Zane for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Brian, did you have a favorite one of these five matches before we dive into the meat and potatoes of, of the entire thing?
0: Uh, I will I will give you my list of one, two, five. Okay. Number one being the Reigns Zane match. That match was really good. I'm getting a little sick of the controversial endings. It's getting kind of old. Getting kind of old. So, but number two definitely would be the men's money, our uh, Elimination Chamber back match. That was really, really good. It was actually better than I expected it to be. My number three match would have been the Edge versus Beth Phoenix match. Our Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Ray Ripley. That was my number three match. The women's uh, elimination chamber match would be number four, and then the Bobby Lesnar match was the uh, just somebody go get some food and call for delivery and and go use the bathroom or even take a nap because actually you couldn't even take a nap because it was that short. So yeah,
1: you couldn't take a nap for that match. So for me, with those with with the five matches that we had, I'm actually in pretty much the same boat you are. I thought. Number one for me was also Reigns versus Zane, but a close second was the Elimination Chamber match for the US title. I I don't remember if I predicted this in the prediction show, but it's obvious to me at this point that the direction for Seth Rollins, Seth Freaking Rollins, whatever you want to call him, is for him to face. Uh Logan, Paul, Logan Paul. And that will be a phenomenal match. Uh, you can't have a bad match with Seth freaking Rollins. And Logan Paul, as much as you may, you and I may not like him, may even hate him, he's he can wrestle.
0: He can. He's pretty he's pretty dang athletic athletic. But so, that what that also sets up is the person you cannot see will be on Raw next week. I saw I that, yes. But- so, are they going to set it up? Theory, Cena, WrestleMania, United States title? We'll have to see.
1: Going to, there's no doubt in my mind. They've already filmed some stuff between Cena and Theory, I read. So, yep. I will not be the least bit surprised. Uh, my number three match was the Edge and Beth Phoenix match, and my I'm going to say I'm going to put it like this for the last two matches: the Lashley Lesnar match. I agree was the bathroom break match. I was watching the premium live event with my dad, and my dad hasn't been watching as much wrestling lately. And the Women's Elimination Chamber match ended. He turned to me and he went, Tim? What in the world was that? Who, like... The the match just didn't make sense to him. And...
0: the The funny part was, is it was so... It seemed like it was very unorganized. Yeah. Um so it's like all right, things are supposed to go a certain way and the fact that well and you I'm sure you'll get into it later the fact that it went the way it did and how almost dead on I was um yeah, it was just I don't know, it was it was still a really good match just um there, it was just not organized enough for it to, to be a better than a four out of five match. Like, ranked fourth out of five matches.
1: I definitely agree with that. I I just think the Lesnar-Lashley bathroom match deserves a, a fifth place. So I'll put the Women's Chamber match above that. I just hope we don't have to deal with Lesnar-Lashley anymore.
0: I don't think we are, because um, on Monday Night Raw, the seven foot six, I think, inch Omos, the Nigerian Giant, challenged Brock Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania. Brock is to be at Raw next week to see if he's going to accept Omos's challenge. So there's probably going to be Lesnar versus Omos at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I did see that. I'll be, that'll be a snoozer if that does come to be.
0: It's it's gonna be two biggie meaty men slapping meat for about two minutes. It's gonna be a squash match more than likely, and it, it's just that's gonna be the. I just need to walk away from the TV match.
1: Pretty much.
0: Yeah. So as you were saying with the whole, whole Lashley uh, Lesnar thing, it's probably not going. It's not going to happen at WrestleMania. Because Omos came out on Monday Night Raw. Well, first it was MVP talking. Then Omos showed up and challenged Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania. Lesnar is supposed to be showing up next week on Raw to accept or deny the challenge. So you're probably most likely going to see Omos versus Lashley at WrestleMania. It's not going to be a good match. That's going to be a bathroom break match for sure. It's going to probably be a squash. So... But I think we should get Cam's thoughts on, on his.
1: I don't know who Cam is, but I do know who Dr. Love is, Brian. So, um, Oh, yes,
0: Dr. Love. So,
1: Dr. Love, what, why don't you give us your rankings of the five matches from Elimination Chamber, and then we'll dive into the meat and potatoes of the uh, live event.
2: All right. Well, so you want to know my take and my rankings of the matches. Well, that's all fine and dandy. So let me tell you what I thought of the matches. Pretty much similar to what you guys just said. Um each match had its good moments except for Brock and Lashley. Um I did did I not call that, that was going to be the bathroom break match.
0: Did I, I not think call you that? said that the women's elimination chamber match was going to be the bathroom nope. break match?
2: No, nope, 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 nope. I said the Brock and Bobby match was going to be the bathroom break match. So, but yeah, I would say my number one, the number one match for me for that night was of course, uh, Sammy versus Roman Reigns. Followed by the men's Elimination Chamber match. Um, I'm trying to remember the uh, other matches there. And then third would be Edge and Beth versus Rhea and Finn. Then the Women's Royal Rumble. And of course, Brock and Lashley. So, um... Overall, I enjoyed the show, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens at WrestleMania. Um, as you guys mentioned, they are they are setting up Austin Theory versus Cena, um, which will be good for Theory in the long run. Um, and then I think we will see Omos versus uh, Lesnar. And I don't know if you guys talked about it yet or not, but we might be seeing Hurt Business reunited to face off against Bray White, Uncle Howdy, and the Firefly Funhouse gang. So, um, I think for Roman, there has not been any indication that there's Splitting the title, but you guys probably gonna to want to talk about that later on in the show. But yeah, that's my ranking.
1: Yeah. So looking at before we get into the potatoes portion of, of analyzing each match, looking at our side games for Elimination Chamber. Of course, we get points for our predictions. Uh, Brian blew Doctor Love and I out of the water this time. Brian doubled his score from Royal Rumble and got 30 points for his predictions in Elimination Chamber. I ended up with 22 points, and Dr. Love ended up with 18 points. So, so far in 2023 for our side games, Brian has 45, I have 41, Dr. Love has 32. So, for those of you interested in that, that's how the SAG games look at this time. Now, to go into the meat and potatoes actual of the premium live event. So, let's start out with the. Let's just start out with the match order. The women's elimination chamber match went first. As I was saying earlier, my dad was like, what the heck was that? I actually had the same reaction. I feel like there was there wasn't much of a story in this. I don't know about YouTube, but I knew I just knew Oscar was going to win. I think everybody knew Oscar was going to win and move on to Mania. Oscar Bianca, the Mad Clown, versus the EST. Money's written on that match. Uh, overall, for me, the <clears throat> The elimination order was kind of interesting. I didn't expect Liv Morgan to go as early as she did, but the way they eliminated her made her appear strong still because they had two submissions slapped on her at the same time. So they made her look strong while getting her out early, so I'm, I'm pleased about that. Overall, though, the match was only a six. It was too predictable, other than the live situation, uh, as evidenced by Mr. Bryan's um, stellar points in this match. Particularly, I believe he got two-thirds of his points in just this match alone. So, for me, like I said, it's a 6 out of 10. Um, Nikki Cross going crazy. Like, being excited to enter the chamber and then getting eliminated first. Like, why? But, I don't know. Well, it was just one of those things. So, I'm going to throw it over to Brian. Brian, what did you think about the women's lemons- elimination chamber match?
0: Yeah, it just seemed a little unorganized. Um, like you said, to have Nikki come, like, screaming, running out there, and then, like, banging on her pod... Excited to get in and then she's the first one out Okay You know, that's it is what it is, but you know You gotta you gotta hand it to them for trying to fill the time slot they had because they only had 20 minutes How can you tell a story in 20 minutes? With six people it's it's almost impossible um and yeah, and to your point with Liv Morgan getting her out second, I was shocked. I figured she would go the distance and be left with Asuka in the end. That, I mean, that's what I predicted. It didn't happen, but um You gotta you gotta you gotta hand it to them to they literally put two simulations on her and she passed out smiling again. So obviously there's something going on there where I don't know if they're gonna put like a crazy woman faction together. Which would kind of be fun to watch but you know oscar nikki liv just they're psychos that's what their characters are pretty much right now um so that would be pretty fun uh it was almost it was definitely for me too predictable because if you go back to our side games I got the order almost completely correct, except for Natalia and Asuka were switched. So I said Liv and Asuka were going to start, and then Natalia was going to come in last. Instead, it was Liv and Natalia started, and Asuka came in last. Everything else was pretty much almost perfect, except for I did get to say Nikki was going to go out first, and Liv was going to go out last. Instead, Nikki went out first, Liv went out second, but everybody else, Natalia, Raquel, Carmella, and Asuka winning, were all correct. And who they were pinned by were also, I believe, all correct. So, or pinned or submitted by. So, for me, it was a very predictable match. It And I'm with you. Six, six and a half. It could have been a lot better. Um, if they would have had Liv and Asuka at the end, it probably would have been a much better match. Um, I don't know what they're doing in there with Snormella. Um it's just, just not, just, just not in. Doctor Love, would you like to chime in now?
2: Yeah. So, I'd have to agree with you. First off, I to go a little out of order for you guys. Uh, the match definitely six, six and a half. I feel like it could have been done so much better. Um, the fact that they had Nikki Cross coming out, screaming of joy, and wanting to be In the elimination chamber, all that they, if they were doing, since they did that, they should have made her go longer to show off the craziness in the elimination chamber. That's what that match is supposed to be about. Um, and then on the fact with Liv, as you guys said, I'll agree with you. I think they're trying to make Liv strong, but with that smile, eh, that's just kind of creepy. And I want to add on to that, I think. Ryan might be right. They might be doing a faction where all these you know for what you said, psycho characters come together. I'm going to add on to that. I think uh, the leader of that faction is going to be none other than Alexa Bliss. And to be connected with uh, Bray White and all that. That'd be cool to see, but I don't think that would happen. Um, seeing Asuka win it, kind of predictable. I mean, I don't think I predicted her to win, but yeah, there's no build up whatsoever for whatever storyline it is. To be honest, I think at WrestleMania, the, uh, I think Charlotte Flair's match is going to be, is going to be the better of the two of them. So. Uh, that,
1: that's that's my take, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. So, uh, to review, who picked who for the winner of the match? Uh, Brian and I both picked Oscar to win, and Doctor Love picked Liv Morgan. So this was the match that Doctor Love lost. Uh, the match that Brian and I were incorrect on will come up uh, later. So the second match of the evening, and I don't want to spend more than two minutes discussing this, was Lashley and Lesnar, the singles match. One kick to the nuts and we're disqualified, and that's that. Uh,
0: two. Me, uh, go ahead, Brian. That's all I'm saying. Two. You a said, rating of two. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to give it a rating. You're, you're going to give a that. rating of
2: two? I'm not giving it a rating at all. It wasn't even a match. It was a waste of time. And to be honest, it could have just came down to they didn't have much time for the match and they had so much time that they had to cut it. But it just made no sense whatsoever. It didn't.
0: Waste of five minutes of my life. Thank you, WWE.
2: Yep. Yep. So I guess we can uh, move on to the next match.
1: I agree with that. The, this is the match that Brian and I were both incorrect on. As Beth Phoenix defeated the Judgment Day uh, with, well, Finn and Rhea with Dominic by pinfall. I was Personally, I was surprised, even though he had a match later, that Dominic, that Damian Priest didn't come out with him. But it made sense since he had the U.S. title match. Um, basically, I saw this as a feud under for Edge. I think if you heard what Edge was saying to the Judgment Day at the end, you're you're in my rear view and waved at Finn. You're in my rear view. I like I like the way it worked. It worked out. The only thing, the reason why I picked the Judgment Day to win, why would you have the Royal Rumble winner lose at Elim- elimination chamber? That makes no sense to me. Somebody who went number from number one at the Royal Rumble all the way to winning it then turns around and loses that Elimination Chamber? That doesn't bode well for Rhea versus Charlotte at Meany in my opinion.
0: Technically she didn't lose a match Fended.
1: She was on the losing team though. That is, that is true.
2: That is very true.
1: So I give the match a 7 Mostly because of questionable WWE decisions. But this wasn't as questionable, uh, this wasn't as much of a questionable decision as the second match of the night. So, yay, I guess. Let's go to Dr. Love for his thoughts this time.
2: So, overall, um, I'm going to say the match was about a seven and a half. Um, Am I happy that my picks won? Of course. Um, there were some beautiful spots, like the double, uh, educator. That was a beautiful moment. Um, at first I thought they were going for sharpshooters, but no. Um, then there was the spear moment. So it was a good match. I enjoyed it. So, uh... Let's go over
0: to Brian for his thoughts. Yeah. Like I said in, in the beginning, you know, it was the third best match of the night. So 7.25, if I'm allowed to do that, just put it between you guys there. Um, there were definitely some, some good spots in a match, you know. We knew that Dom was going to get involved at some point, point, but and that's why I figured that they were going to win. Judgment Day was going to win because Dom was going to get involved. And he got involved a lot. But you know, in the end, you know there were some, some there were some really good spots. Let's talk about like the double power bomb with Beth and um, Rhea on Finn and Edge. Holy crap! Um, and then at the end, the Shatter Machine, the Shatter Machine. We haven't seen that since. Who can tell me? Ten years ago, Gallison and Anderson used to use it, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, that was their movie killer, no, F- wasn't it? I FTR. So, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, FTR. Uh, the revival. That's right. Mm-hmm. The revival. We can't call them FTR on this. This one. They're the revival. Mm-hmm. For, yes. For formerly known as the revival. Yeah. So they when they use uh Uncle Uncle Dax's move. I don't know why. That's why calls. I find it funny. But yeah, just like you guys said, you know was number seven seven point two five. That's where I'm going. That's what I'm sticking with, and we shall move on to the next.
1: The next match, well, my second favorite match of the night, the Illumination Chamber match for the United States Championship. Um, let's start with Brian. Let's get your thoughts on this one, Brian.
0: Okay, so. I'm gonna tell you right now. This match was way better than I thought it was going to be. I knew it was gonna be a good one, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Tim, could you refresh my memory on what I said the rating was going to be for this match? Seven and a half. Yeah, uh, it did a lot better than that. It was an it was a eight and a half for sure. A whole point better. I I wanted to go a nine, but I can't quite hit there. Um With the appearance of Logan Paul, it kind of killed the nine. But Montez Ford, let me talk about Montez Ford. The way they did that man and made him that good in that match, I am so proud of WWE for using him that way. I know for the longest time they talked about breaking up the Street Profits. This is the way you have to go about doing it. Him having such a strong singles um, match like that, the. The sheer athleticism of the guy Climbing up to the cage Putting his legs through his arms And then just falling on all the competitors Hello Now it wasn't like The very very top of the cage Like Kalisto did some years back I think it was But then him like just jumping all over the place And then the triple The super kick The double super kick Then triple super kick to Bronson Reed To get him out first uh, it totally blew my side game there up. I, I mean, it, it's so bad. That's where I lost most of my points on was that one, I'm pretty sure. It was so bad. Although, we did kind of figure Austin Thier was going to win. Now, the order that they came in, it was... Uh, it just, just seemed a little bit like they were going to go the, the distance route with Seth Rollins like they did. Um, he was in the match the longest, obviously. But, you know, Johnny being the first one in with Seth being two, but, you know, Johnny was the second one out. It just happens. Uh, Montez lasting as long as in the matches he did when I thought he was going to be the first one out. I thought they were just going to gimmick the crap out of Montez, and they didn't. So, But, yeah, uh, definitely an eight and a half for this match. Um, they definitely brought in Logan Paul to set up Seth and Logan for WrestleMania. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It's probably going to be a good match. Then we'll talk about it when we get further down the road. Wrestlemania is in forty, thirty-eight, thirty-seven days, thirty-six days. I think it'll be thirty-five days tomorrow, or so. Let's see here. Uh, big Tim, on to you.
1: Yeah. So I was a big fan of the United States Championship Elimination Chamber match. I will give it the nine, even with Logan Paul being there. Um, how many of everybody listening and you two thought that Montez was actually hurt? When they were doing that? He
0: actually wasn't hurt. No, he wasn't, but how many of you they literally was? I I didn't. I didn't. I can tell you. Like, yeah, At first, it's like maybe he was hurt. Your your dad actually yeah. thought he was hurt. <laughs> I just knew it was a way that they were going to introduce, like the way they had. As long as they had the cage open, I kind of figured somebody was going to come and get involved, and you know, I was hoping it wasn't, you know, the guy I will not name anymore because I don't feel like it, but um. Yeah, it's it was a great way to introduce him into the match. And then him putting the stomp on Seth. That's that's just the ultimate kick in the pants.
1: Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like I said, for me,
1: 9 out of 10. The fact that Montez Ford had two eliminations went as long as he did. Uh, looking back at the side games, it looks like all of us picked Ford to be out like by number three. And he, he managed to make it to third place. So, third place for a guy who's a usually a tag team wrestler. Okay. Go tag teams. Mm-hmm. Dr. Love, over to you.
2: So, first and foremost, I think we can all agree that uh, Ford was definitely the MVP of the match. Even though he didn't win, um, he was really strong in this match um i would give the match rating about eight and a half nine um i kind of was half expecting logan paul to come in to interfere with seth to set that match up for wrestlemania um so yeah i kind of, kind of saw that coming um at least we didn't get to where it was like uh who popped up at the cage, uh, up underneath the cage one time to interfere? I think it was uh, HBK with Undertaker, long time ago. Um, and this match really made Austin Theory strong, too. It was a good match for him, uh, really to solidify his stance. Now I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but Theory tried to pull off the people's elbow, or did. Um, so that was kind of interesting to see. So, but yeah, I would say, t- I would say my take on the match, eight and a half, nine, it was definitely a good match. So
1: I'm in full agreement
2: moving on to the next match, I guess
1: I, yeah, I'm in full agreement. Just one one more thing to note here, the eliminations, two of them were by Montez four. two of them by theory, one by Damian priest. And that was Gargano. And then mm-hmm. Priest went out less than two minutes later. So I, right, on to the final match of the evening, the main event: Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn in Zayn's hometown. Brian, we'll start with you.
0: Bad match of. The evening. Fantastic. Definitely not quite a 10, because like I said earlier, controversial endings are starting to get old. Nine and a half. Definitely maybe 9.75. Almost there. If it would have been a clean, clean victory instead of the way they did it. Although I'm kind of interested to see where this leads on Friday. Or tomorrow, I should say on SmackDown. Um it should be it should be fun. The way they had it, the the uh I believe Sammy kicked out of the spear. Um he kicked out of a well then again everybody probably kicks out of the Superman punch anymore. But then the Haluva kick and then the second Haluva kick where he pins them and there's no referee. It's just and then of course you have uh Jimmy come in and he gets involved and then uh I don't know what Paul was doing getting in the ring later <laughs> at the end <laughs> we'll get I'll get to that a little bit more but then you had Reigns with the chair and then who shows up Jay so obviously somebody was allowed back in this the country with permission. Mm -hmm. So I thought they were going to do the same angle where they did with Zane, where he hands him the chair. He turns around and starts saying something to Sammy and bam, there goes the chair to the back. But instead Sammy goes for the spear on Reigns and hits Jay. So we'll see where that all leads. Um, And then of course, at the end of the night KO comes out and he's going to beat up Roman. And then here comes Paul Heyman. Punching like a little sissy girl on the back of back of Kevin Owens. And he just turns around and takes a stunner with the most lack of grace ever. It was almost as bad as the Vince McMahon stunner from um, Stone Cold at WrestleMania. That was a pretty bad stunner, by the way. Then again, when you're 70-some years old taking a stunner from Stone Cold, there's not much uh, sell on it. But yeah, uh, definitely a great match. Uh, nine and a half, nine point seven five for sure. Um, I don't think I'm gonna rank a match at ten until WrestleMania, and then then there will be one or two, possibly three. We'll see. Doctor Love, your thoughts?
2: All right, well, yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that rating. It was n- it was almost almost near perfect. Um. As you said, the controversial endings are starting to get old. Um I will say I was not expecting Jay, but you know, I'm like, hey, he's not back in the country. Cool. Um I think the funniest moment though for me in the entire match was when Paul was trying to do what he did. That was just hilarious. Um Sammy did an amazing job. He held his own the entire match, and I love the fact that he came out to his original entrance music. It was just—it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment for him, um, and for Montreal. And him and Reigns put on a good match. You know, definitely better than Lesnar and Bobby, if you say. But that, like I said, that wasn't a match for Bobby and Lesnar. Um. But I think what we saw at the end of the match I think I don't think Kevin's going to go and try to go after Reigns. I think we're going to see at WrestleMania it's going to be Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos for one or both of the titles. I I heard rumors that they're getting ready to split the belts again um, which will be nice. Um, So as you said, Brian, I would agree. I'm probably not going to give a 10 out of 10 rating to a match until WrestleMania, um, which I'm looking forward to seeing. I think WrestleMania is shaping up to be one hell of a uh, premium live event this year.
0: So, there is something uh, that happened on Monday Night Raw, but I'll wait till Tim is done with his before we talk about
2: yep. it. So I'm going to hot tag in... Uh, Big Tim here to finish off the, uh, uh, elimination chamber portion of the show.
1: So I honestly, you, you two said everything I was going to say. Great storytelling. So many near falls, Jimmy and Jay, uh, kind of interesting. So Sequoia wasn't there, but maybe we just didn't need him for this part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine and a quarter out of 10. I'm going to be a little lower than you guys. I thought that they could have done a little bit more with teasing Kevin and Sammy actually uniting than they did. Of course, that was after the match, mm-hmm. but it was part of the storyline, so I'm including it as part of the match. Um, I think, as you said, Dr. Love, we're going to see the Usos against KO and Sammy at Mania. Over the course of the next few weeks, Mm -hmm. Sammy will be forgiven by Kevin, and then the Usos will beat him down with a chair, and we'll see a reunion of Kevin and Sammy a la S.H.I.E.L.D., and all will be right with the world after Mania when those two win the tag titles. Uh, Overall match rating, like I said, 9.25 out of 10. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so real quick. On Monday Night Raw, the very first segment was Sami Zayn coming out to the ring. And he wanted to talk to a certain person, and that person was Kevin Owens. He -hmm. then calls Kevin out to the ring, tells Kevin, I know that you want to destroy the bloodline, but you can't do it alone. Why don't you let me help you, and we team up, and fight the bloodline together kevin then says to sammy i told you before and i still mean it now i'm done with you i didn't come out to do it for you or do it for didn't come out to help you for you i did it for your family i did it for the 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 country i pretty much to tell them i did it for your family and not for you and then he said if you want somebody to help you destroy the bloodline Why don't you call your buddy Jay? And then he rolled out of the ring and walked away. So, there's still a lot of tension. Still a lot of tension. I think the big test is going to be SmackDown tomorrow night. To see where the whole Jay and and Sammy thing goes after the whole spear. Uh, But, yeah, as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going to go that way. But I think it's going to make it there at some point.
1: I agree with that well, we'll have to see what they uh what they think uh, or or how not what they think how that's gonna work itself out, but gentlemen, that is the elimination chamber premium live event review show. Does anybody have anything they want to add?
2: uh yeah, I got a couple of things I'd like to add um so first and foremost, we have. WrestleMania look forward to. Um, There have been no indications of The Rock getting involved, but that could be set aside for a special moment. However, I don't know about you guys because I haven't been able to see Raw or SmackDown lately. Have they announced who's going into the Hall of Fame this year?
0: No. Uh, They have not started that yet. That will probably start uh next monday
2: i uh, say so that, that they got a lot to do a lot to catch up because usually they do it like
0: they don't do right after the pay-per-view uh the last premium i'm sorry the last premium live event before they normally do it starting a month so because they normally only do four remember that's what they've been doing is four uh, yeah. they do like two regulars a celebrity wing they do like a special like they they do a celebrity ring one but they don't do a big thing for them um, they also mm-hmm. do the Warrior Award as well. Um, but like the main, like they did with The Undertaker and and all them last year. Um, they are eventually going to get to like the main four, I think it's going to be. Um, yeah. But they have not started, which the main four will be announced in the upcoming week. So they may do, they may even do five or six. If they do, they'll do like mm-hmm. one on Raw, one on SmackDown that week. One in Raw, one in SmackDown the next week. One in Raw, one in SmackDown the next week, and then you have the week leading up to WrestleMania. So,
2: so um, with that being said, I'm going to make a bold prediction, and this is probably how certain somebody might be involved in WrestleMania. How much do you want to bet they're going to induct The Rock in the Hall of Fame this year? No. Which then...
0: Nope, it won't happen.
2: I think it might, because then that would set up for him to be able to be at WrestleMania without having to build up a story to fight against Roman.
0: Nope, they're not going to do it, because if they're going to have him show up, which there are no indications that he is, it's going to be the biggest surprise of WrestleMania. Uh, because, as of right now, like I, I saw an interview... Um, someone did with Cody Rhodes where they where Cody pretty much said he's not needed at WrestleMania there's no mm-hmm. need for him to be there he's got the whole XFL thing going on right now that he's dealing with he's he went to every single XFL game this this week past weekend he wasn't even at the he didn't even go to the Elimination Chamber to watch his cousin wrestle because he had football games he was at yeah so he's he's way too busy with that being an o part an the owner a part a partial owner of the XFL to probably get involved. I'm sure he could take time off from that. You know, in mid season, that's because I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be his mid season. But I don't know. I'm pretty. I've I've seen I've seen a couple XFL games that they look pretty they look pretty exciting. The ones that I watched.
2: Well, that might be a. Uh... Future podcast episode. Yes, we there. should talk
0: about that oh, in a future podcast episode.
1: You want um, a prediction? No. You want to? spoil you two want to spoil it for the Hall of Fame? Sure. Dave sure. Batista will be in the Hall of Fame this year. I believe so.
2: Yeah, that would fit well with it being in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, it's, Batista's going in. No doubt in my mind. <laughs>
0: First ballot. Uh, Actually, I don't think he'll go into the Hall of Fame this year. No,
2: I think... I think, yeah. If they would... If, if any WrestleMania if they would put Cena in at Hall of Fame, it would probably end up being one on the East Coast, a.k.a. Philadelphia, because it's the closest you're going to get to his hometown. To, for. Because that's the other thing, too. They try to... I don't know if you ever seen the pattern. Wherever WrestleMania is at, they try to keep the trying to keep the pattern where whatever city they're in, the theme of the wrestlers from the area, so like headline, for example,
0: pretty much their headline Hall of Famer is from that area. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, so That's I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Over. Yeah, so I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Cena does get inducted in the Hall of Fame it probably won't be until next year at Philadelphia. Just because of how close that is to his hometown. Um, But something else, a little little sad news, but it might just be a rumor rumor, but I saw somewhere and it's not been confirmed that Vinny Mac has his hand in creative again.
0: That's been denied. Okay, so they talked about they talked about him selling the company to the Saudi Arabian government. They did not. No, they did not. So, and they were like, they were talking about like they he was gonna sell it to the Saudi Arabian government, but the catch would be he would still run the company, and creative. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the people on the inside were like, uh, definitely not, because yeah, the product is getting so much better with Triple H at the helm.
2: Oh, of course. So,
0: and you know, with so. with Stephanie resigning, she's like, I just want to be a. I think she just wanted to be a mom now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's like, "All right, go ahead, take care of
2: it." So, but uh, I think that's that's a little bit of wrestling news that I've come across. I haven't seen anything else recently, but um, I don't have anything else, boys. I don't have anything else
1: tonight. Yeah, I think I'm all out of fun. But for this one. I do want to say I want to have a WWE Hall of Fame prediction show. Maybe we'll do that next week. Um, I already gave my first prediction tonight. But I don't think either one, either one of the three of us have anything else to add for tonight. So thank you all for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have all of you along on this ride known as the Cosmic Convergence with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Thank you all for tuning in once again.
0: Big Tim is signing off for now.